This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Spreading freedom across the nation. This is the Buck Sexton Show. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Wow, quite a quite a frenzy in the news cycle right now. If you haven't gotten a chance to read the BuzzFeed published document on Trump. I would uh, recommend that you check it out. I would say definitely, uh, definitely spend some time and take a look at it. This was published by BuzzFeed. Now, BuzzFeed is not a news source that I go to. It's not something that I find, uh, well, credible isn't even really the right word, although after this most recent incident, I think you could just question its credibility overall. But it's a website that became very uh, what's became very widely read, particularly among younger generations, even younger than graybeard millennials, by gaming or well, by preparing itself for search engine optimization well, and also by putting a lot of cat videos up. Meow. That's what they do. And I've always said this and, and I think history will prove me to be right. If you build your name on cat videos as a news site, there will always be a question mark. There'll always be an asterisk next to your hard published news, you know, your your hard hitting news stories. People are going to say, wait, isn't that the cat site stuff? Don't they have the meow? Yeah, they do. And you you see, you know, right now uh, on BuzzFeed, this is the site that published it. They have on their main page, for example, a story, How Bitchy Is Your Resting Face? Uh, that's, that's the kind of stuff that BuzzFeed publishes. So on the front page of the, of, the, of the website overall, this is not in the page six. It's not. So perhaps we shouldn't be surprised when we. And by the way, the story below that is Marco Rubio grills Trump's secretary of state nominee over ties to Putin. Now, I know that a lot of sites do the clickbait thing and that there's a a sort of war, ongoing media war for traffic and at different levels and at different times, all sorts of sites fall victim to this stuff. Right. They engage in some form of clickbaiting and they oversell headlines. And the problem is, if you're a Boy Scout, when it comes to all this, if you have tremendous ethics in your journalism, you're at a disadvantage when compared to those who play the game a little dirty so but buzzfeed is one of the most uh trafficked websites uh, new, uh, one of the most trafficked websites in the world actually i think it's in the top uh in the top 10 uh, it's certainly in the top 50 
And they decided to publish this document that's been out there for a while. There's been sort of rumors about it. There have been people who are mentioning it behind closed doors. And this is a compilation of different unnamed, unverified sources that make completely outrageous claims about the president-elect soon-to-be just a matter of days away, president of the United States. Uh, there are, alleg interestingly enough, it's not that he has deep business ties, that Trump has deep business ties to Russia, uh, or at least not in a way that he would be compromised by them. The report claims, and I think that there are people named in the report, including the lawyer for the uh, lawyer attached to the Trump campaign. Michael Cohen, I, I do think that they have a very strong defamation case against against BuzzFeed. Remember, that that's very hard to prove, or you have a very high bar, I should say, for defamation claims. But you, you can't say that somebody's meeting in a foreign uh, in a foreign country in a foreign capital with a intelligent with Russian intelligence services to undermine the political opponent that you're up against in an election. That's the kind of stuff that you put it out there without any good faith sourcing effort other than, hey, there's this document that we got from some dude somewhere. That becomes a problem. That that becomes an issue. So I wonder if there will be legal action that comes from this. I think it's interesting. A lot of people have gotten to the point where they think the First Amendment protects everything. And then you start to say, really? So if somebody writes a story about how you attempted to kill your spouse, just because they heard somebody said that you you wouldn't want to take legal action, of course not, right? This is there are there are limits to the First Amendment, and with with good reason. It's a high bar, but there is a bar nonetheless. The report on Trump, I've written a lot of intelligence reports in my life, and that was the main function. For those of you who write me still, and I I try to give as as much crea cre uh, creative, constructive, helpful advice about careers as I possibly can, especially for the young buck. Or young team, young buck, young team buck members who are thinking about a career in intelligence and maybe want to go work for the CIA or DIA or one of those other agencies out there. I try to tell them understand that it's a lot of a lot of rules and a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of even they go. Oh well, what if I'm a field operative? Field operatives do a ton of paperwork too. A lot of paperwork, and they have tons of rules. Uh, this is there's a lot of deprogramming that has to happen for those who have watched a fair amount of the Bourne Identity movies or James Bond or any of the any of the above. It's really not like that. And I know you all know that, but it's so far from that that it's sort of sometimes tough to get people in the proper frame of mind. Like, well, I'll do a little bit of that. Right. I mean, at some point I will learn that special karate chop that knocks out the sentry just because I hit him in the right place and, you know, above the clavicle. No. We didn't do a lot of karate chopping either. Um, the, the paramilitary training is basically so, in a worst-case scenario, y you can defend yourself and are not a liability to those around you who are actual operators and door kickers. If you're somebody who gets deployed into a war zone, you, know, you, you have an understanding of what's going on. You can help out if need be, uh, but you're not, you're not kicking indoors yourself. But I digress. A lot of paperwork. I've written a lot of intel reports. One of the biggest things that you have to deal with as an intelligence officer is source verification, validating a source, looking at the information, not just for what it says and looking through the details and trying to see if you can uh, 
verify the, act, the, the, the facts. And But who is this person? Assuming you're getting it from a person, of course, you could also get it through technical means. There's different uh, methods of collection. And this is where you get the various ints, I-N-T, Humant, human intelligence, SIGINT, signals intelligence, uh, all, all uh, rumint, which is kind of a joke, which is what we call rumor intelligence or BS. And this report that's out about Trump, to me, reads like rumint. Uh, to me, it reads like the sort of stuff that you would hear from a, a, an asset in the field who heard from a guy who heard from a guy that bin Laden's hiding in his closet. These are reports that do come up in the intel community. Should be noted that there are walk-ins to either law enforcement agencies, intel, uh, will walk into an embassy somewhere and they'll just start to say, hey, I've got the crown jewels. And somebody might sit down with them and say, okay, what have you got? And they say, well, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is hiding under my bed. You guys have got to come see this. Maybe that doesn't get written up, but some pretty crazy stuff will go into the system because you never know. It is a it is worth pointing out that during the Cold War, some of the very best intelligence we ever got with regard to the Soviet Union, its intentions came from people who walked over to our side, came to some embassy somewhere and said, hey, I'm sick of this Soviet crap. I got stuff to tell you. So you do take these things, I shouldn't say you take them seriously, but you at least evaluate each one as it comes in. I read this report, and all I can think of myself is, you got, you got to be kidding me. I think I have to describe some of what's in it, because otherwise it's a little bit too vague. Uh, there is the allegation that the FSB, Federal Naya Slozba Bezoplaznasti, my Russian's a little off, but close enough, the FSB has compromising information on Donald Trump. The assumption, I would believe, is that this, or anybody would believe, is that this must have to do with financial dealings, his business interests, something along those lines. The reality is much more, of the report, not the actual reality that I think happened. I don't buy this. And I, sh I should be noted, and I, I don't like to be somebody that stands around and Crows about how I was right and other people wrong. Uh, some people on Team Buck, uh, who are like my extended family, were a little terse with me when I said that I was. I, I did believe that Russia hacked the DNC account at Podesta. I, I tried not to be dismissive of that opinion because you know I'm not 100% sure, but I was 99% sure. Uh, and now Trump himself came out in a press conference this morning and said he believes that Russia hacked his emails. Or not, sorry, not his emails, Podesta's emails and the DNC emails. But he, he believes that that happened. So I would, I would hope now to at least not get, and this wasn't from Team Buck people, but when I filled in for Rush a couple, a few times and said, said that I was of the mind that I assessed as well that Russia was involved in this. Got a lot of nasty emails from people. And I'm like, look, I'm not saying it through the election, and I'm not, I'm not allowing the other side to make a big deal out of this, but I do try to follow the facts. So Trump himself says that Russia... He believes that Russia did this. So I, I hope now that means I no longer have to get emails that say I'm a sellout. Why am I part of the problem when it comes to Trump? Why am I bashing Trump? And some people that were trying to do the, I'm going to tell Russia on you. Okay, tell him what? That I'm sharing my opinion. That that's why they let me fill it on the show. <laughs> and I was right, but side note. Uh, now we move on to the document itself and what's said in it. 
Uh, if you got any young ones around, and th- I kind of have to give you a content warning here because there's no way to dance around this. I-, I have to tell you what's in the report because then you'll understand. How could one of the largest websites in the world that fancies itself the future of news and information, that fancies itself to be uh, the New York Times and, and the CNN of the 21st century, right? the left's go-to source of information online. They've also, in the past, said things like there's no two sides of the gay marriage debate. It's a very politicized place, very a very partisan place. But they do great cat videos. So if you want to check that out, go do it. But I have to tell you what's in the report because then we can all sit around and look at each other and say, how could any reputable news source run with this? Or forget reputable. How could any major news source run with this? Some some declined. Some declined. And I'm going to get into the under underpinnings of how this could happen. And that's what we're going to be talking about for a, a bit this hour. And then we'll get into some other things going on. But in the report, and this is where the content warning comes in, content warning now, the allegation is that the FSB has video of Donald Trump with more than one, doesn't specify, Russian prostitutes and is receiving at his request what is called a, again, content warning, what is called a golden shower. This is from the report. So the report claims that our soon-to-be president, that the Russians have video of um, women urinating on him. At that, also that he is paying to do this. This is so outlandish and defamatory and just bizarre. And this is why this report, which as people are saying is tied to some former British intel official, and it's been out there for a while wasn't published, wasn't really, wasn't used by the Hillary Oppo team. And, you know, they'll fight as dirty as they possibly can. They'll go dirty. I mean, Hillary loves to go dirty. But she also knows that a blatant forgery, a la Dan Rather and the National Guard documents that were supposed to throw the election against Bush for Gore, we all remember that, right? That a blatant and obvious forgery would hurt the cause and would help Trump. I think you will see now a line of analysis that this is disinformation on Trump that is in itself disinformation because it so clearly shifts the narrative. This is overreaching. Okay, Russia hacked in the DNC and Podesta. Many of us have thought that for months. Do not believe it changed the election. Even if it did throw the election, guess what? Doesn't matter. There's no redo. There's no clause that if a foreign power releases information unflattering to one side, no matter how they got it, you do you redo the election. So it doesn't actually matter in the sense that there will be some action from it. And it's not the Trump administration's fault, although these documents do claim that it is. That there's That's okay. I've got to go into a break here because there's a lot, lot more to work through. And this is fascinating. I'm sorry that we had to talk about that gross stuff. But this is, I was reading support last night. I was actually hanging out with my brother. I'm reading support a thought to myself. You got to be kidding me. BuzzFeed printed this crap? We'll be right back. Beck Sexton on the Blaze Radio Network.
Individuals and businesses with tax problems listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. You're listening to The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Team, uh, the Trump Trump team has been speaking this morning quite a bit, uh, including dealing with these allegations and and everything else that they're planning to do. They had ran a press conference. Uh, Let's just take the response to this report that uh, Trump himself gave. Go. Thank you so much. Thank you. a couple of aspects of the intelligence briefing that you received on Friday that we're looking for further clarification on. Sure. First of all, did the heads of the intelligence agencies provide you with a two-page summary of these unsubstantiated allegations? And secondly to that, on the broader picture, do you accept their opinion that Vladimir Putin ordered the hack of the DNC and the attempted hack of the RNC? And if you do, how will that color your attempts to build a relationship with a leader who has been accused of committing an act of espionage okay, against the United States. These meetings, as you know, are confidential, classified, so I'm not allowed to talk about what went on in a meeting. Uh, but we had many witnesses in that meeting, many of them with us. And I will say again, I think it's a disgrace that information would be let out. Uh, I saw the information, I read the information outside of that meeting. Uh, it's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. And it was gotten by opponents of ours, as you know, because you reported it, and so did many of the other people. It was a group of opponents that got together, sick people, and they put that crap together. So uh, I will tell you that not within the meeting, but outside of the meeting, uh, somebody released it. Uh, It should never have been, number one, shouldn't have even entered paper but it should never have been released. But I read what was released, and I think it's a disgrace. I think it's an absolute disgrace. As far as hacking, I think it was Russia, but I think we also get hacked by other countries and other people. And uh, I can say that, you know, when when we lost 22 million uh, names and everything else that was hacked recently, they didn't make a big deal out of that. That was something that was extraordinary. That was probably China. Uh, we had we have much hacking going on. And one of the things we're going to do, we have some of the greatest uh, computer minds anywhere in the world that we've assembled. You saw just a sample of it two weeks ago up here where we had the six top people in the world. They were never in the same room together as a group. And we're going to put those minds together, and we're going to form a defense. And I have to say this also. The Democratic National Committee was totally open to be hacked. They did a very poor job. They could have had hacking defense, which we had. And I will give Reince previous credit, because when Reince saw what was happening in the world and with this country, he went out and went to various firms and ordered a very, very strong hacking defense. And they tried to hack the Republican National Committee, and they were unable to break through. We have to do that for our country. 
It's very important. Just to the last, I'm sorry, just to the last All right. part of that. So you you get you get the idea. Uh I I don't know, I don't know. Uh, we we are at this point now where media will just run with any story that even if it seems defamatory about Trump, they'll just run with it and then even if they have to do a retraction or they have to change it, it doesn't matter. They hate this guy. They really do. That's nothing new, and I know that's not a statement of particular wisdom or, or astute analysis, but they really hate him. And I just, you know, there are things you read and you think to yourself, oh, that could happen, and there are things you read and you think, no way. Trump with a bunch of Russian prostitutes doing what they said he did in there, and the FSB has it on video. and Really? I don't know. It's just... It's just crazy stuff, and uh, I, I don't buy it, so I don't think I think a lot fewer people are going to buy it by the end of today. 888-900-3393. What do you think about this Trump oppo file that was dumped? Let's talk about that and much more coming up. The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Team, obviously, we're talking about Russian intelligence services, blackmail, videos, hookers. We need spy time. Agent, you are joining a clandestine meeting in progress. You will now be read into sensitive programs in real time. Do not communicate this information with any other assets in the field. This is spy time. Oh, yeah, you know what that means. John Schindler at 20 Committee on Twitter, national security writer for the New York Observer, Observer.com for his latest. He joins us now. Mr. Schindler, good to have you, sir. Thanks for para-dropping into the conversation. My pleasure always, Buck. All right, John. I Look, I read this report. I know you read this report. I, I don't buy it, but I, I'm getting the sense. I just checked some tweets that you put out in the break. Are, are you think that this is legit? Walk me through. Explain to me where you um, are in all this. I don't want to put any yeah, words in this, your mouth. Yeah, this 35-page dossier, which BuzzFeed leaked uh, yesterday, has been floating around D.C. and a lot of Western capitals for months, going back to the fall. I saw much of it a long time ago. It's a weird mishmash of truth, fiction, and a lot of stuff in between. It's basically the equivalent of some very raw, unsubstantiated human intelligence reports of a kind that you and I from our previous life would know. Um, I think it was really not nice of BuzzFeed to leak it in toto. I think a lot of other legitimate news organizations passed on that because they realized they really couldn't verify much of the information in it. What I do think is significant is that a portion of this information, we don't know exactly what, but a, a sort of a two-page summary was briefed to the U.S. leadership by the intelligence community, which, as you know, Buck, that's a really weird thing for them to do unless they can corroborate at least some of it. Since this is the source of this, despite what you're hearing on crazy Internet sites, source of this is uh, a private intelligence firm run by a former senior British intelligence official with a lot of experience in Russia, and he's clearly still pulling some of his own human, human sources here. 
Um, that that's real providence, and you know it's got some salacious accusations. I don't really want to talk about golden showers. I think you know who, who really cares. I think the essence of it is true, meaning that Trump has maintained through intermediaries some relationship with the Kremlin, which he denies. Whether the details are true is a whole other question, and I think some of it is clearly not true. Some of it may be true. So, I mean, what's the yeah. – where do we go from here? I mean, there are well, some parts of this. I mean, the whole thing with the, with the prostitutes and the – I gave the details yeah, before, I mean, all that gross yeah. stuff. I just, just know – Trump, certain things people would say about him, you know, him grabbing at a Miss Universe contestant somewhere or something. Yeah, I, I could I could buy that. Uh, sure. But no, just just no on some of the some of the support. I'm not buying it. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the, the, the really big allegation here is that Michael Cohen, who is Trump's longtime lawyer, uh, his lead lawyer, had a meeting in Prague late last summer with Russian intelligence officials. Um, that may or may not have happened. It's looking increasingly like it didn't. The checks, I have good contacts there. They're being very circumspect. They're not saying it happened. They're indicating we're, we're now getting indications it may have been the wrong Michael Cohen who entered the Czech Republic since Cohen has adamantly insisted he's never set foot in Prague. He has nothing to do with this. Now, he's a lawyer. That's what he'll say. But this thing is either true or it's not, and I'm in, increasingly thinking it's not true which is important because this would be a, forgive me for going back to 2002, a, a slam dunk here uh, if Trump's interlocutors were actually meeting to coordinate anti-Hillary ops with Russian intelligence. However, I don't think this is remotely over. I think a possibility that has to be considered, and I have a column coming out on this today later, is that this is disinformation. This is stuff intentionally being leaked by the Russians to throw reporters off the path. Uh, knowing that they will get excited about a possibly false story about a meeting in Prague. They'll definitely get excited about prostitutes and golden showers, and they won't pay attention to the real story. And I'm afraid that's Wait, that so, so you do. This on. is disinformation as disinformation. Right. No, I was Russians have done this before. I mean, I mean, th- that wouldn't surprise me at all. And, then, and I know that BuzzFeed kind of has no standards and they'll put anything out there, and they have. And this is totally muddied the waters. We're never going to get to the bottom of this now. I, I think what is significant is the president-elect in his press conference just now was absolutely adamant with through Sean Spicer and himself that the Cohen thing is not true. The Prague meeting didn't happen. He, the president that should be verifiable not, one way or the other. I mean, that's, there's no way be. that they can— it certainly should be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that should be resolvable. Although, I, let me put out there, if the president-elect wants to resolve this, have Mr. Cohen sit down with the FBI right now on the record and explain his side of the story and put an end to it. Just put an end to it. Make it go away. Um, the real issue, of course, is tax returns and financial records, which would make, show one way or the other going back a couple decades whether Trump has relationships with the Russians or anyone else that he's concealing. The president-elect in his presser just now, within the hour, said he's not going to do that. He said only journalists care about this, so he's not going to release his tax returns. I think that's a pretty serious mistake because otherwise this story is not going to go away. And it may become increasingly absurd, stranger by the day, but there's a way to make this go away. And the president-elect, unfortunately, is not going to do that. So so Obama never released his college transcripts, and many of us have thought all along – that he didn't release them for two reasons, uh, and I think the second is probably m- much more potent or more more uh, powerful than the first. The first is that it would undermine the narrative that he's the greatest genius to have ever held the office of president, right? That's and that wouldn't look right. good because the whole thing was he was so much smarter than Bush. He's so brilliant, uh, the the most brilliant man to ever occupy the White House. That was the initial selling point, right? That he's just on an, a different intellectual plane, and if he was a 
B or C student at Occidental in the in the eighties, um, probably he's not Einstein, right? I mean, this is so, and then right. Columbia as well, whatever, whatever. The, but that was secondary thing to the fact that most Americans just didn't really care enough to push for it. I feel like the Trump tax returns won't necessarily sink the presidency uh, or because a lot of people would say even if there's some bad stuff in there, they're just not going to care. I mean, how bad would it have to be for the American people to actually care? Um, well, if there is a an illegal relationship with uh, Russian businesses that are less than legitimate, including money laundering, that, that would be a very serious thing. And there's certainly – I'm not saying where there's smoke, there's always fire, but there's enough smoke here that big questions need to be asked. Going back to Obama for just a minute, if I may, about his transcripts from college, which we never saw, and the whole birther controversy, I think Obama's much cleverer than we realized. He wasn't necessarily an A student, but he understood this was catnip to certain people on the far right who would obsess about this for years and invent conspiracy theories to explain actually pretty mundane things. But what were his college rec records like? He probably was a B student. Is that the end of the world? No, but it got people to focus on that rather than the things Obama was actually doing as president. And this, you no, know, who's the fool here? Uh, is Trump that clever? Maybe he is. Maybe this is all a way to get, a, get us to focus on non-issues when he has other things that you know, he wants to do. I don't know. I, I think a lot of Americans don't care about his tax returns. I, I do, and I think a lot of people who care about our national security do because you know, perhaps that there is something real that he's hiding. I don't know. Until we see them, it's impossible to say. How much leverage, um, how much leverage is a foreign government, for monetary reasons, really going to have over a billionaire who's president? I mean, I'll say one thing. When Michael Bloomberg was running New York City and on policy issues, uh, I, you know, sometimes I think he's like a space alien. He's terrible on guns and very nanny state-ish, as we all know. Yeah, no more sure. big sodas. I mean, we, we all get that. But at least he wasn't running around taking paper bags full of cash under the table so that he could uh, either pay off a mistress or you know money for right. his campaign or whatever. You knew that wasn't happening. How much leverage can Russia really, if they do have this kind of a relationship, John, how much leverage can they really have over a guy who has tons of money and is never going to work a day and never has to work a day in his life anyway? You know what I mean? I just wonder, people seem to think that they're going to convince the Russians could make Trump betray his country. That to me seems too strong, too favorable towards Russia. Maybe we'll go, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt when he shouldn't. Yeah. Sure. But like Manchurian candidate stuff I'm seeing, that to me seems too much. No, because it's not about espionage, and, th and that's what's wrong about this. It's about money. Um, we, you know, we still don't know where Trump's money really comes from. There's a lot of speculation, well-informed, that he's a lot less wealthy than he says he is. And this is a man for whom being a multi-billionaire is the essence of his identity. If that's not true, if he's only a one-time billionaire or a high hundreds of millions heir or whatever we're calling it, that's, a vulner that's an espionage vulnerability right there. I think the reality is this is about money, not espionage, although in Russia it's complicated because – the financial sector is linked up with the intelligence sector in a way that is not true in Western and free and democratic countries. Um, and this gets really messy really quickly. I, I think Russian leverage over Trump may be over some of his past financial dealings, which they know about. And of course, they can threaten him with exposure. And that concerns me almost more than anything. I mean, what, what if this was the warning shot across the bow saying, we know a lot of stuff about you. Throw things our way or else. You know, be nice to Putin. Give us a free hand in Ukraine or whatever, or we're going to let the world know the truth about you. That, that's a really scary prospect if it's true, and that's pretty much uncharted territory for the United States if, again, if that's what we're looking at. 
not to be conspiratorial, which of course, John, when I say that, it means I'm about to be conspiratorial. But <laughs> if if terrible things about Trump were true, uh, the mechanism, and I feel like a lot of Democrats don't realize this, if, if it was found, whatever they're in the sort of fever swamps of the internet that's said about Trump and Russia is true. And, and I know, you know, you're always making sure that you're adhering to the facts as they come out on this. A lot of people are already, you know, Trump is Trump right. has got like a chip in his brain that the Kremlin's controlling. I mean, they, they've gone off and never, never. And when I mean people, I don't just mean random wackos. Right. I mean, no, BuzzFeed I, put I out this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see the same oh, it's stuff. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, but but, you know, looking at this, even if that was true. Okay, if the Congress voted to impeach, you'd have President Pence. It's not, I think right. people have this idea in their heads that if they can discredit Trump and force him out of office, that you know they're just going to sort of march Hillary in on a litter, and you know the Queen will be coronated. That's not how it's going to go. No, I mean the if if Trump goes down over this, and you know he he well could as more comes out. We're going to get President Pence, and if President Pence somehow is wrapped up in this, we'll get President Paul Ryan. Um, so, you know, yeah, by the way, President Pence, no one's going to believe the hookers and the gross stuff. So no <laughs> way. <laughs> no, I, I, I completely concur. But I'm saying there's no scenario in this that really looks good for the Democrats before 2020, frankly. And I think we need to keep our eye on that. Um, I, I think, you know, I, I think a lot is going to come out here that has yet to come out that we've seen hints of, um, which will uh, create a fuller picture. I don't think we're ever going to know the full picture, but there are a lot of unanswered questions, and we're getting hints of them. And, you know, let's see where it goes. I think this is a, a really wild story, frankly, and, you know, where we're getting a little more every day. And we also have to understand that disinformation is real. The Russians seek to muddy the waters about all kinds of stuff, not just this. And they're doing that today. I mean, you know, it's hard for me to tell the difference between WikiLeaks and the Kremlin and some of the alt-right anymore because they all say the exact same things on social media. So, you know, I mean, this, we're living in a, in a rather odd time. And what's your next piece on the Observer and uh, Observer.com is where everyone should go to read it. What are you going to be? I'm assuming you're going to be tackling this. What's uh, the angle? Uh, it is the angle. Did the Prague meeting between Cohen and the Russians happen, or is this just one huge Kremlin provocation to confuse America even more and throw us off the trail? I agree with you, by the way, that this is for for the Trump team because anybody who yeah. is being honest looks at this thing now and says. Wow, they're they're really over. They are, you know, the Democrats always claim that the Republicans are overreaching under under Obama, right? Benghazi, they overreach. Yeah. The IRS scandal, they over. Every everything was always overreach. The FSB has videos of Trump doing really really nasty things that don't exist from on. That is overreaching. <laughs> this is too far, uh, yeah. and it's a useful and tool. The Trump, the Trump, it's a useful tool. Of course, of course, it becomes a great foil, and. It, it, Anytime you, you you know your enemies are, are making a mistake like this, don't don't stop them. And that this this used to be common sense, but I'm afraid it's not too common anymore. John Schindler writes for the Observer. Uh, go to observer.com for his latest piece. John, great to have you for Spy Time, sir. Thanks great for calling. Always, Buck. Ciao. Team, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Sexton Show. John McCain passed this report along? What? You got to be kidding me. John McCain, this is NewYorkPost.com. I gave Russia blackmail dossier on Trump to FBI. 
So John McCain has admitted that he passed along this this ridiculous report. We just had we just had John Schindler on, who is not shy about criticizing Trump at all, but he's saying, "Look, y- you can't. You're if you really want to undermine Trump, you definitely don't want to put information out there that's so obviously false." Because it's sort of a crying wolf situation. It's overreach. It's actual overreach, as opposed to the Democrats who say that everything is overreach. Uh, this is just, this is crazy. And, and that John McCain would somehow play into this, would, would play a role in this by passing along the information is, wow. I'm, look, I, I know John McCain, I know, served his country honorably, incredible what he did in Vietnam. I get that. But we are allowed to say, as a senator, sometimes he just, uh, I think it's an ego thing. He just wants to be the guy that's just so self-righteous. He hates Trump so much. Passing along this information, a a first-year CIA analyst who read this report and tried to bring it up in a meeting or something would have been, would have been laughed out of the office. Would have, would have just been laughed at. Uh completely unsourced and just not not believable not credible as you read it uh but here we are um we have time to play the reince just a little bit of it play the reince club this is what he had to say about it reince previous garbage i'll tell you that and and I, I you know look i was in the briefing too and i gotta tell you this salacious stuff the first i've heard of any of these things was when someone printed off a buzzfeed buzzfeed themselves said this stuff's not credible um, the New York Times announced overnight that they couldn't even publish this stuff because they couldn't verify and they don't believe in it. Here's the thing that people need to understand. This report apparently was written by some retired UK agent who set up shop and is getting paid independently by opposition, re- someone in a yeah, campaign this is just opposed an oppo, to Trump. An oppo file to with nothing. Some sort of opposition. With nothing. Team the coming Buck up more. Sexton Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.